Hello, our beautiful pot piggy ones. I didn't know. Last week you like do Christmas and I didn't know how to do it. It's mm, all right. You know what? I'm going to open next week, okay? <gasps> Fuck off. I will this spend huge, the week everyone. thinking. I will spend the week thinking and I oh, will come in with the song. You'll get nervous. You will not. You'll forget and then in the last minute you go, I don't, I don't like to do it. I'm writing myself a note. Oh, good girl. Hey, it's Mel and Monty, everyone. Thank you for listening in. Hello. Um, I know we say thank you to you guys a lot, but in all honesty, thank you. There's mm. so many podcasts out there. The fact that you are listening to this one is so awesome. Yeah. And if we can ask a favor, which I have in the past, if you can share it with a friend mm-hmm. or write us a um, – give leave us a comment and a rating on iTunes, it helps us so much just because there is so many out there. It's like, come on, guys, you can find us too. You'll love us. Yeah, and also I think what we bring, not to toot our own horns, but – Oh, hello, toot toot. We really don't – in fairness, we don't really sit we, – we don't know what each other's going to talk about. It is – just, oh my God, no. It is just a conversation between friends. It really is. We could do a bit more prep, couldn't we? Mm. So then we and go, I'm going to talk about this. You're going to talk about this. You're going to talk about that. That's more mm. professional. Nah, I like that we're off the cuff. Anyway, yes. um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swoop in with my loving mm. this week, mm. which involves a live picture I'm just about to send to Monty. Mm. And I want to get her reaction and if she remembers this picture and then I'll um, explain it to you guys. A live picture. A live picture. <gasps> oh, no, Mal. Oh, Mal. It's a picture of, I'm not sure if you guys remember, but a few years ago. Oh, God. I'll, I can actually tell you the um, the actual year. Okay, so it was 2019. You know, like Gwyneth talked about jade eggs and whatever. There's always a new health fad. There was mm. this new fad out about mm. sun baking your bum hole. Yeah. And yeah. how you absorb more vitamin D from there. It gives you all this energy. Anyway, so there's this one day that we're working at Monty's. We used to work at Monty's when she <laughs> lived in Melbourne. And she mm. goes into the backyard and she pulls her undies down and she opens her cheeks. You can't see any of this. The photo I've taken is from the other side. And she sunned her bum hole. And mm. I was looking through all the pictures on my phone because I was searching for something. And it came up. And it just made me, without sounding too too overly nostalgic, but I looked at it and I felt so um, grateful and happy for this friendship that we have and the fun that we've had over the years. Like it's just been so much fun and all these memories that I've had. We're not wrapping up the podcast, don't worry. <laughs> all no. these memories that I have attached to spending time with you and Stacey are huge memories for me. So when I saw that, it just reminded me of the fun that we've had and how the, special. The absolute ridiculousness. I love that out of all of the photos, there's one of me sunning my asshole that made you go, oh, God, we've had good times together, haven't we? Well, you know what? It's one of the things that I love the most about you because there is usually a thought, like for someone like me, I have a thought in my head and go, oh, wouldn't that be funny if I did that? And then I have a million other thoughts going, don't do that. They'll think this, they'll think that, blah, blah, don't do it. You just action it. And I love that so much about you because you thought it and just did it. And it was funny. And you didn't care that 
my assholes out on display. Oh my God. I just, I'm just loving how beautiful you're being. I just wish I could take the compliment on a bit more. This is literally a photo of me with my legs in the air. I'm laying on my back, my legs in the air, and I've pulled my pants over my bum. And literally, the sun is shining on my asshole. It was, and I just am very thrilled. I know you're using it as an example of other things, but for the love of God, like, also, I didn't get anything from doing Mm. that. Like, I didn't get any more. I don't know if I got any more vitamin B. I don't know. I probably have cancer of the ring hole now from exposing it to the sun. Hey, do you know what's really funny about that story? I remember Stacey telling us Stacey's husband works in quite a conservative Mm. industry. And he was talking, she said he was talking to some, I don't know, some fellow work people or whatever about what Stacey does. Oh, yeah. And he opened up the site to show them. And the first featured article, and this was the headline, people are literally sunbaking their bum holes. (laughs) He's like, this is what she does. And that was the first article that came up. Oh, my God. On our website, show and tell. That is so funny. Also, the highest clicked article that we have ever written about is, is my vagina normal? Isn't that hilarious? I mean, sad as well, but there's so many pictures of vaginas on that thing that you can find yours too. That did a lot for me. If you don't know what yours looks like, you've got to flip in the mirror and have a looky-looky. Prior to that, very naive, I assumed they all just looked like a slit. Basically, yep. I didn't know that for some people there's stuff on the outside. I didn't know. Oh, and they're they're so unbelievably different. Everyone's is so unbelievably different. Go and let's get that. Let's get that. It has gone all around the world. That one thing we're like, oh my god, all of these articles that we've written and that one every week is by far thousands in front of the others. It's very very. Everyone's fascinated. Well, that's lovely. Thank you for that. That's all right. And my loathing is that mm. tomorrow my son finishes primary school. Oh, my God, Mel. Just a cu- there's a couple of things. I feel incredibly sad about it mm. because it's the end of something, like mm-hmm. the end of my sort of participation in their school life. Totally. They're growing up. Yeah. It's just the dynamic is totally going to change. So I feel really sad about that. But I was looking for something on my computer the other day, which must have been linked to why I was looking through all those photos as well. But I was looking for something and I found like my um, iMac that I've got in the study. Like I haven't opened that. I haven't turned that computer on, I reckon, for years. So there was like 100,000 emails. Oh, God. That's you anyway. That's you. You're like such a clusterfuck with that stuff. But I found all the emails that I've sent to my kids' teachers over the years. Oh, no. You're that mum. Oh, my God. I was – I felt so ashamed. I felt like tomorrow I'm going to have to go and give each of them a personal apology for being such a – there was never – like, I'm not a demanding mum, but, like, emails with just too much information in them that they don't care. Like, instead of just – Luca's not feeling well. He won't be in today. There's a whole fucking paragraph about on them. So how did you find like when you saw the when you saw those emails though? Were you like, did you go searching for the? How did you even come across them? No, I'll tell you how I did it because I wanted to delete like massive bunches, and you know you can filter them in from, so it puts them in alphabetical order. Oh yeah. So I was just deleting chunks, and I saw teachers. I started clicking through the emails. I was like. 
What a fucking drainer. But at that moment, if your kid's struggling, cause you know what I mean? Like mine would be the same. Mine sometimes are so long because my eldest has had yeah. shocking anxiety. So I'm in constant contact with the school. And sometimes you just like – because it's a part of your kid's life you can't control is them at school. Yeah. So it's almost like through the email you're trying to control what's going on. Definitely. Informing them, giving them a backstory to everything. Yeah. I could just see it in my head, the email coming in and them going like, oh, this bitch. Rolling her she eyes. Wa- she wonders why her kids are anxious. Fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I know, me it's too. They can the, tell just from you. It's there in the it's written, so in the written bloody – anyway – so that's my, that's my loathing. A nice loathing, but a loathing. I don't like really have a loving or a loathing this week, but I did. I thought I'll just chat about, because tomorrow is the end of your son's um, primary school years. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is the end of me doing the 3pm pickup. Mm-hmm. The radio show I've done for eight years now. Um, and it's so odd. I was saying to Sam... The other day, I'm like, I was 21 when I got into radio. Mm. So I don't know who I am mm. outside of that world. Yep. And when I first found out and we were told that we were going ahead mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't until the very 11th hour that the show was – it just didn't work out. Yep. Um. So it was like I shouldn't have been shocked because this particular boss has done it to so many people before where Mm -hmm. you're told you've got a job and then unfortunately you don't. But, um, yeah, so it was like, okay, well, that's my next year done. Like I thought I'm going to be doing the pickup next year. And then when it was like not, it's not going ahead and we couldn't, you know, get it to a place that it was going ahead, um, I'm like, God, well, what does this mean? And I honestly, for three weeks, which I think I've said on another podcast that we did earlier, went into like a grieving. Mm. I was like this feeling, like I've said before, was really a similar feeling to when I lost mum. And I know that sounds dramatic, but grief is that feeling of being out of control, of not knowing what's next, of your world being turned upside down. I'm like, I was a baby when I started. It's the loss of something that's not in your control. Totally. You know, you're at the mercy of other people. Yes, which I promised myself I wouldn't do again. Like when I was pregnant with Baxter, I lost my job doing breakfast radio. Yeah. I was told not to talk about it. The competitor was having a baby, so they didn't want me to talk about it. Mm. Like it was the most disgusting dismissal of all time. And then I was like, I am never going to be at the mercy of a fucking middle-aged white man again. So we started show and tell. Yeah. I think that's the only thing that gives me, um, makes me feel okay is that I know in times I can create something. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I'm going to create a space for women, run by women. And I started it with show and tell with Brooke Mm -hmm. and Stacey came on board and you very um, soon came on board too and just our team the whole time has been the same pretty much from day one and such a beautiful space and I'm like I just don't want that foul energy of like just a um, overpowering power drunk man in my life then I get this job doing the pickup, which I've loved. And now I'm like, oh, my God, hold on. 
my job is my job's gone from a, the same situation. Just a fucking powerful man who's like, no. I know. You know, I'm just like, wow. But like I said, I think because I started show and tell when I had, you know, when I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do here? I've got a new baby. I still want to work. I need to use my brain. Then I'm like, okay, I will create something, but I just don't know what it looks like. And so it's like after three weeks of grieving, I'm like liberated now. I'm which is a pretty good feeling. Really happy you feel that way. And at some point down the track, you'll be able to look back and feel so proud of yourself because eight years is a fucking long run for a radio show and you know that. Mm. And I think people often don't talk about it, but the company that you've given to people on that extremely annoying school pickup run or whatever, <laughs> I think you think like people think, oh, well, they just – get on the microphones and talk and stuff and oh well big deal actually is a really big deal to some people because you're giving someone who may otherwise have no company company and you're telling stories of your life and also there is it's it's hard people think I think people think you just flick the mic on and start talking and that's how it runs oh it's so easy Mm. anyone could do it mate it's it's I don't think it's easy especially when you're on commercial radio it's not like you know I was going to say, it's, it's not like us just sitting here doing a podcast. <laughs> but it's, it's very it different. It becomes like that, though. But it's like I just love my job. Like I, there's I not one day I haven't – I took it for granted. I'm like, this is an amazing job. And it got me through re- – like got me through losing my mum, yeah. got me through young babies. It was just like my outlet and my place to go and it gave me purpose yeah. And I think that's what scares me. And, you know, people like, don't have your job as your purpose. But it's like, of course no. it is. I just, it, You need a reason to get out of bed every day. And it's like my kids clearly are so much of my life, but I've never just been with my kids. Yeah. And the thought of doing that is not something I can do. I know I would be a terrible mum if I was with them more often. But... Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I just know that I feel like I'm free-falling and as a control freak. I know. And as somebody who likes to know, how, like have a routine. And I think I called you the other day, Mel. I'm like, I'm having a really odd day because mm. I had nothing to do for the first time. Yeah. Like my little boy had gone to um, childcare. And normally I've got shopping and everything to do on mm. like the time, on that day that I had off. Mm. I had nothing to do and I literally was just lazing around on the couch and when Sam, my partner Sam works out the back, when he would come in, I'd get up and busy myself Yeah, because there was something uncomfortable yep. for me. That I know. I was like, oh, look, I'm busy. I'm so busy where it's like I had nothing to do but even around him I felt like I should act like I'm busy. I know. Yeah, I definitely know. I know that feeling. I know. The free fall is very, very hard when you're a particular sort of person but God, if you can embrace that and think mm. of the – try and look at it from the excitement point of, oh, my God, we never know what's around the corner and what exciting yeah. shit could be around the corner. You know, it's it could be something better than what you had and you just don't know it and you can go in, no. you know. So that's exciting. Yeah. And also, I mean, I think I speak on behalf of everyone listening because obviously they like you if they're listening to this podcast, but I'm extremely proud of you oh. <laughs> and you've done – You've done such a beautiful job and I think sometimes you can be very hard on yourself but I hope that you realise 
how good you are at what you do. And that's that's very a a big error on their part because I feel very privileged to do this podcast. Oh, that's so nice. It's so funny. Um, I'll wrap up, sorry, because I know I've been talking a lot about myself, but I've always had imposter syndrome. I know. Like every year of any show I've ever been involved in, I'm like, oh, they're going to get it. They're going to get it that I'm not good enough. I know. And then I have days where I'm like, I'm so fucking good at what I do. Like I don't live in that imposter world all the time. Like sometimes, like with this, I'm like, that's is fucking dumb on their behalf. I know the show that we had was rating number one in a lot of places. It was doing so well. I'm like, that's a silly decision because I know it's good. I know that what I'm doing is good, but I always feel like I'll be found out. And it's such Mm. a fucking annoying female thing. You know what I mean? To go... Every year I've been like, oh, my God, am I going to get another contract? Like I've never had faith in myself to know, actually, you're really good at this. You will get another one. You know what I mean? And now I haven't. I'm like, well, there you go. Every year for eight years you've been knowing this day would come. And instead of just going, you've got this job, you're really fucking good at it, Mm. I always feel like I'm going to be found out, like you're not really that good at it. I know. That's normal. But you know what? That's so weird. That's sometimes those things – make you brilliant because you don't get complacent thanks mel i'm so wrapped that you got to fill in like we got to do i know um a couple of shows together before like when the either kate or yumi was sick i was like let's get mel on and um yeah anyway back at you no who knows what's next i don't know if i don't think it will be radio i also know how it works there's so few spots yeah there's literally like five spots for women you know what i mean where it's like or, or, you know, a roundabout that I don't think it will be that. That's why I'm like, whatever it is, is quite a pivot, Mm. which I know I sound quite flat right now, but I am genuinely um, excited about it. Yeah. But if anyone has a job, um, (laughs) Sam, my husband, my partner is like, you're the most unemployable person I know. A friend's like, why don't you come and just work with me for a bit? I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Could you imagine employing me? Oh, I think that I think when Sam says that he's taking the piss a little bit because you have well, so totally, many transferable But it's like skills. I could I don't well I speak shit for a living for one, but you also, also write very well. Well, that's lovely, thank you. But I also, um, you know, like with show and tell, I'll have an idea, and then I'm like, there you go, guys. There's the idea. Can you guys execute it? Like I can't do that to another job. If somebody's like, there, can you go and do that? And I'm like, yeah, well, I'll pass it on. I can't handball if I'm working for someone else. And I like just the handball. You- It'll give you a whole other skill set. Okay. Um, hey, guys, thank you. I know this is sometimes we never know where this podcast is going to go and it went quite emotional today. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, 10 days till Christmas. Fuck. Wherever you're listening to this, it is Thursday the 15th we're recording this, but might, I don't know, wherever you are. Hey, thank you for listening. You guys are ace and um, – yeah, we're thrilled that you just uh, listen to our pod and enjoy it. And like I said, if you can give us a rating on iTunes or if you like, I think so-and-so would really like this podcast. Word mm. of mouth is the best best thing that can help us out to just get our podcast listened to a little bit more. To our patrons, thank you. Head over to patreon.com forward slash show and tell online if you'd like to grab um, a little membership. I think they start about five bucks a month and just helps with the running of the podcast. Um but also understand if you can't. We do an extra podcast every couple of weeks for those guys. Yeah. All right, legends. Bye. Love you.